Welcome to the Big Black Clock. If you want to spend the next hour listening to some banter and perhaps accidentally learn something new, then you are in the right place. Now, let's see what the guys have to say. Hello and welcome. You guys have made it. We are now at episode 52, which means, oh yeah. And it's not even spilling. Nice. It is our it's anniversary our anniversary episode. That means we made it one year without being canceled. And it's time <laughs> to say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording our truck. Exactly. So uh, just pouring here some morning bubbles because it's 11.30. Well, I'm pretty sure it's 5 o'clock in London, so. Yeah, it's it fine. is 11.30. With that logic, <laughs> I will be an alcoholic. <laughs> that is great. So I we, made it. we made it for one year. Cheers, guys. I cannot uh, be an alcoholic. I already am. <laughs> I wish I wish I could relieve that experience from yeah. scratch. <laughs> Cheers. It gets Cheers. really shitty, but then you got to push through until you're really addicted. <laughs> the more you drink, the more you like it. That's exactly. what I will say. <laughs> so this is our anniversary episode. And what I wanted to do today was talk about a little bit about what we learned this past year, maybe discuss some of our favorite episodes and what we're looking forward to in the upcoming year. And we debated a lot between this being episode 52. We had some bonus episodes. We go, do we do it a calendar year later or episode 52? <laughs> so it's past a year, but it's 52. And it was really Carl Dimitri going back. And I was kind of like, I, I'd, be, I'd be honest, I wanted to be like, I really don't care. I'm being Switzerland. That's why I kept saying, but it's because I had trouble following along <laughs> the logic. I was like, I don't know what you guys are saying. <laughs> Anyway, uh, are you Switzerland also because they have a lot of watches? <laughs> you know it. Bingo. <laughs> mute your computer there. Um, How many watches do you have? I'm Switzerland level. <laughs> and to that note, I am on a selling binge. I'm selling a lot. I'm selling uh, my ores. Uh, so you're going to go down to 400? No, no, no. But I'm selling like, it's like, I'll be honest. You know, I was doing Whoa, a calculation. Like 450. <laughs> well, yeah. actually, you guys want the real number of the watches I'm going to yeah, keep yes, in please. rotation? 27. And then I no, saw no, a uh, box. Okay, no, before the uh, selling a bunch of. Oh, no, no, because that's sorry, twenty-seven sorry. in which box? No, no, you know my um, my watch trays, my wolf watch trays. Yes, I have twenty-seven because Bo- you twenty-seven boxes of watches. No, 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 twenty-seven <laughs> total. And then I have another brown box that has twenty-four watches that's full, but it's those don't 20, count. Twenty-seven cubic meters. But those meters. don't count. Those don't count because one of them, one of those rows aren't mine. Twenty-seven <laughs> metric tons. So basically, you have twenty-seven watches with like plus hundred exclusions. I probably have fifty. In, like honestly, so straight. So how does that make sense? The rotation of twenty-seven with fifty watches. Because total, there's a box and like, two pilots that don't count. Because there's and about there's about twenty. The four there's about yeah. twenty-five <laughs> that don't count to me. Uh, you count. know what's nuts is you can go two months every day with a different watch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but there might be watches that you never wear at all. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I wear for an hour at the house and like, like I have ten and watches, someone, right? No, but wait, wait. I have a, like a line of watches that are like no more than a hundred bucks a watch, like Casios and some Timexes, a Swatch, and then I'm kind of like. Do I go through the thing of selling, the, like the thing of selling? I'm like, eh, I'll wait. And then eventually, but they often take value because yeah. I tend to buy pretty extreme uh, versions. Like you even say, you go, you go for something that sometimes if I'm limited and you go, okay, but then it yeah. sells out. And then like, oh, I want to sell it. I, okay, I get my money back twice. And I'm like, okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 200 instead so, of 100 so that like I paid. For me with like, you know, my 10 watches that still didn't sell yet. I'm like, I won the lottery, right? I have a lot of... Why haven't you put them on sale yet? I'm laziness. That's the only reason. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so lazy. <laughs> so for me, having 10 watches, it's like being a millionaire in the watch world. And like me being a millionaire, like compared to you, you're, like, you're Jeff Bezos. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you're like Elon Musk. <laughs> oh, God. Elon. <laughs> Batmobiles. <laughs> so 
anniversary. Let's get started. But before we jump in, let's do a quick wrist check. Let's start with, I'll start. I am Warren Dimitri's Omega Speedmaster Professional. I was wondering where it went. <laughs> yeah, I took it because if you were here last episode, we went through Dimitri's collection and we shat on the Speedmaster really bad. So uh, I, I don't think you sp- you skip an episode without shitting on a Speedmaster. <laughs> That's actually the most ridiculous thing. It's kind of like... That's an the, achievement. Yeah. <laughs> an achievement. <laughs> <laughs> and if we forget, it's because we're stupid. So I'm wearing a, a Speedmaster a little tight on my wrist because I do have a... Uh, what's your wrist size? Like seven, six, three quarters? Uh, six, 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 three quarters. Yeah, yeah, so mine's a seven and a quarter, so no give. But I do wear like my, my wrist <laughs> watch is uh, pretty tight. But very nice. I have to say it's it's great. His uh, little scuffed up on a bracelet. Uh, Unacceptable. Dis- disgraceful. And then um, you can actually brush this out, by the way. You take a little okay. uh, the green thing. Right? Okay. And um, yeah, very nice. Very nice watch. I like this one. I did get a chance to try on the new one. The bracelet's pretty great. The bracelet is yeah, amazing. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Do they anyway. just sell the bracelet? Can you? No, it's... I think you can uh, with like a thousand bucks or something. God <laughs> something damn. They sell, wow. they sell leather NATO straps, Omega branded, for like 500 or $600. I'm imagining the bracelet itself is going to be over $1,000 <laughs> if you can buy. Just the Uncle Seiko makes a perfect copy. Yeah. 120 bucks US. Yeah. So I'm probably it. just going to buy that. I would point. too, yeah. Just have the fun just of it. To, yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? You, you invest in I such a nice around, watch. Yeah. It's like getting a car and then like Getting new shoes for it or car, like not what? a car, but <laughs> what? Please explain this logic. What is this? Bamboozles. <laughs> uh, but uh. then, so I'm wearing an Omega Speedmaster. What are you wearing today, Carl? Tudor Pelagos, the blue one. Uh, the reference number is 16600. <laughs> no, wow, that is not even it at all. The Tudor you're wearing is your uh, Tudor Pelagos. It's the caliber MT5612. It's a 25600T. Yeah. Reference. I'm Thank you, Tudor, for putting those things inside the case. <laughs> Tudor Pelagos. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, I don't know why. I think for the last month, I just didn't wear my, my Pelagos show. It was just time. It was you looking at Eric King. Uh, yeah, and the uh, Caliph Booker. Oh, yeah. That's um, been a month. I saw you before the month you were wearing that. Right, you're a liar. Yep. Wow. Okay. Yep, it's, uh, I, I know because of the date uh, it went out in power. <laughs> it was oh. like, <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was like, the last couple of times I was like opening my watch box, taking the Philagos. I was like, nah, not today. So I had to uh, to um, put it in the uh, circulation. That's yeah, it. <laughs> put it into circulation. Yeah. So uh, my, my Philagos, I've talked about that like, good. Yeah, over the last year. Multiple Very good. Times. What about you, Dimitri? What are you wearing today? I'm wearing... Um, uh, a two-tone Rolex Datejust. That's your dad's uh, Datejust, right? Yes, he lent it. He left it with me. Thirty-six millimeter. This is what, like nineteen? It's from the sixties. It's from the sixties. Yeah, thirty-six millimeter. So it's a two-tone with a champagne dial, jubilee, uh, fluted bezel. It is beautiful. Gorgeous. gorgeous. No, not the champagne dial. Champagne dial is a little bit more yellow. That's like the yeah. the normal. Uh, like white it's or cream dial. It's in a fantastic shape for a watch from the 60s. Oh, yeah, my dad. Well, my dad. <laughs> my dad. This, like this your dad, like your old dad. But yeah, but never to do anything. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, it makes that's sense. That's my point. No, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful watch. Uh, the one thing that I got to say, and, and uh, it, this is nice, and it kind of gives a raise of more of a vintage watch, I think, is that the um, the fluted bezels on the new one is a bit more pronounced. Everything's more pronounced. So this one is like a very subtle fluted bezel, and it's small, and you can see how the uh, the crystal is protruding. Think of like a modern Rolex, yeah. sports yeah. next to you. Jesus Christ! Yeah. I'm sure he has my Milgauss next to you, just like that heft, the yeah. the steel, the design. Like, I'm actually going to wear age, that now. It's going to age so well <laughs> down the I'm line. I'm going to wear the Milgauss now. Perfect. It's <laughs> <laughs> like and now that's mine. Too. I just upgraded. You can double fist Rolexes. You can, of that's, course. That's, that's you can double fist anything if you're brave enough. <laughs> What? <laughs> so, 
Let's get started. Do we start where? Let's get some favorite episodes. Let's start episodes. at the beginning. Yeah. Start at the beginning. Who wants to go? I'll go first. So one of my first episodes was episode five. Carl messes up the number seven. In the first minute, he's like, we're at episode seven. And we shit on you so bad because you couldn't count to five. On this episode, we took the challenge of pairing a timepiece with a car for 150K. That's also my first uh, choice and favorite episode. Yeah. Not for the same reason, though. Carl spends $4,000 on paint, $35,000 of options on a Toyota Corolla. Dimitri shits so bad. I was listening to the episode again. Dimitri was shitting so bad on his Vostok, the GMT. And he goes, he starts saying, he goes, I don't really need the GMT function because I know how to do math. <laughs> so like, I know how to read the time. Um and then we were talking about we were talking about how we're gonna take the watch of the pool and the whole we were just like we'll see what happens. The music goes, oh yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, it just should work. We'll see. And, and then I drew, I threw the watch at the, <laughs> to the bottom of the pool. It survived. We don't know when it died, but it survives aquatic conditions. Yeah. And then there was and then the, a, a really co- a comment I made that I thought was so funny was and we all started laughing was you said after you wear that Vostok all the watches are really good and then I said you got to sleep with someone to appreciate those fives. <laughs> Oh my oh, god! That was such a good episode. And I thought it was um the first one. I was going through our episodes that, that I don't know. We just like it kind of like felt coming out. We were really yeah. prepared and we had fun. And it was the first one I really was uh, looking forward to listening to everyone's. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was our, our third recording session. So right? the episode five was, was the uh, the cars. Yes. Car with a car with watch, watch. Which yeah, yeah. watch and a car would you buy for a bit of 150k? Exactly. Also, we uh, sh- shortened down our, our titles. <laughs> It's like it's a full sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we we're trying to see what it was, but I had a ridiculous car. You were excited to see how why I paired it. Yeah, my Constant Vacheron Constantin uh, with a Caterham, uh, with a Caterham R R six fifty. I think it was a six fifty or R six hundred. I'm not sure. I, I no doors, no roof. That's the only thing I remember. <laughs> yeah, I didn't go with those uh, options. It was too no expensive. AC, no. Uh, <laughs> it's too expensive. No nothing. Yeah. And me had like the value of your car in like options <laughs> on a <laughs> yeah. Porsche. Thirty five thousand dollars options. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went with the touch of the jug- German juggernauts with the Porsche and the, the Mercedes. Yeah. A dab of Vacheron with some technique avant-garde. That's what I put. So yeah, that was my first pick of a favorite episode. Let's go next to you, Carl. How about you? Yeah, so my first pick was also that. But uh, if I go with my second pick, uh, it was episode seven. It was like cool watches and films. So yeah. our first first episode i think that that was one of the funniest that, one, uh, that was my first pick also actually yeah and, and i'm pretty sure that's the episode two that i introduced you guys to alex and yeah, the reason yeah. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> like you were too afraid to tell the guy or something i like just didn't give a shit and, and it just takes for like years and you're friends for like 15 years and he just thinks you're alex <laughs> I, I still don't understand it i was like you could have just corrected him <laughs> yeah seriously but like it was never really like in my life besides like when i went to the gym right. So, 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 like, so, so basically never. never. <laughs> <laughs> so basically never. Hey, they had a really good juice bar there. <laughs> I, so, um, yeah, I, I think my favorite joke in that episode is when we talk about James Bond and like the Russians and Dimitri's talking about when he was listening uh, that movie back in Russia and <laughs> like, like the jokes the don't make guys. any sense, right? Yeah. And I was yeah. like, so back in Russia, is it like uh, James Bond's the villain? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was cheering for Dimitri Mishkin, the general. Yeah, yeah, Anatoly Urumov. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I agree because <laughs> that was the that was the first I think episode that, and I picked that this is my first pick also. Yeah. I, it's the first episode that I thought that we did like a, a banter style, and it was just like fun, right? Just a funny yeah, yeah. conversation, fun conversation, and we got to talk about our favorite movies, right? So I listed like Interstellar, GoldenEye, Pulp Fiction, World War Z, Commando, the Batman movies, right? Like yeah, it was yeah. it was great. It was our first long episode as well. 
and we were joking nonstop. Like, remember how we were making like the commando sounds there, Aaron Schwarzenegger sounds? Like, yeah. it's great. Like, Interstellar in general. It just it was a great yeah. episode. Or, 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 it was a yeah. lot of fun. I think for us, maybe not maybe so much for the fans, but for us, mm. it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Sure. Well, we it was so much fun that we did a second one two, two three weeks back. And you you did another Schwarzenegger impersonation, and I put it in front of the episode, right? As the yeah. intro, as you going full throttle. Yeah, cool watches, though. <laughs> cool watches, though. We, I, yes, I, I yes. Admit. Not maybe not all movies. Like Pulp Fiction is a bit of a stretch, let's say, with that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's, it, yeah, but it, it's so funny. I was yeah. very proud of my the second. Yeah, but episode. the World War Z was a pretty good. Yeah, uh, the Tierra Cero Mario. Yeah, that but was a pretty the, good watch. The the second episode of the movie watch, I was yeah. happy with my picks because yeah. it had some Bella Ross, so the, some yeah, The one from World War Z was a concrete tile. No, no. It, they make concrete dials. The one he had was like a navigator. It was like this 45 millimeter um, navigation. It had like a compass style to it for for Brad Pitt. Um, it was a good one. It was a really nice, um, really good episode. The, and, uh, but I'll be honest, I had it on my list. I didn't watch it because I was like, they're going to pick it. Yeah, for sure. I was like, I want to pick another one. For sure, there's going to be some episodes that we kind of... But I kind of went uh, another angle you'll see after, yeah. Uh, Interstellar, right? Like... One of the best movies. I, I think you've mentioned it in the recent episode. If I remember, one one of the ones that I wasn't in. This collection mistaken. when he's talking about yeah, well, I was yeah. talking about the yeah. Mephrit. Like that movie was one of the yeah. best. I, I still remember how we walked out because we went together. To I went with Dima. That, how that we walked thing. out of the cinema, we couldn't talk for like five yeah. minutes. We're like, uh, like yeah, overwhelmed yeah. with just emotions. Yeah, like, yeah. It was so much. Because yeah, Dimitri and I used to go a lot. A uh, long time ago, we were young, we used to go to the movies m- a lot. It was like a Friday night thing. We're like, oh, we go, and we were we were younger then, so we could go to eleven o'clock show. <laughs> it was also very yeah, good we're like, oh my god, eleven o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good assembly point because oh, yeah. we used to go with like Justin and Frankie from Laval, Central. Mm. and he would go from like the mid like, the plateau area in Montreal, mm. and I would go from the other side, like Both from the west side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was a perfect location yeah. for us. Yeah. I, I, was, was I was on a date when uh, I went to see that movie, and like, oh gosh, that's such a bad date movie. It was a bad date in general. <laughs> they but came out, they never talk again. Like I just couldn't talk anymore. <laughs> oh, fuck, I left her there. <laughs> I just walked out, spaced out. <laughs> I, drooling. I drove home. My phone was ringing, I think. Oh I don't God, remember. Uh, so no, the only thing I remember it, 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 is me like not be, being able to talk much after the movie and her asking me so many questions. She didn't understand anything. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, he's so dreamy. <laughs> I was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> so All right. Maybe I'll go next. So that I think that was that's a good segue because we're talking about Interstellar. My second episode was episode twenty-one. We went into in depth about space and the watches connected to space. Um, I really like that episode. I think one is because because you love Speedmasters, but I think it's because we learned a lot. We, I think we we learned a lot about uh, not only that, but like I think what makes it very fun is that I think we all have a common interest about space travel. Um, about space missions. We also talked about as well, about diving as well, but the importance of timepieces when it came to space travel, to the space programs and the stories we had behind it. When Carl was sharing about uh, Scott, Dave, Dave Scott, Dave Scott and uh, the Apollo 15, Dimitri was sharing about... It's a cool Gag- story. He was talking, well, insane. also Gagarin, how they was like this human test subject. They essentially <laughs> launched. was like, okay, that is, uh, that is so you insane may come to back. Like, and, and he didn't. He died because it was it was on like a flight simulation or it was like a parade that he. They literally died. put a guy in a tin can, yeah. attached to rockets, with a, a calculator powered computer, like really, and like go. All this sounds like David Bowie song, Space Odyssey. Jesus Christ! <laughs> but what about what about what about also um, Leonov, the second guy who was yeah. the first guy to do a spacewalk? Yeah. He was wearing a cool watch because that was based on like a Lemania Le movement as well, exactly. I think, because they bought. Well, like they, uh, it was a similar like to Speedmaster chronograph, nice they, looking they chronograph. Borrowed. <laughs> you can no, they purchased it. 
Okay. They purchased the machinery and they purchased the rights. And I think what's what's great about that is that I think if people go from recent history backwards, to old, it's a to little bit more history. disappointing or less legendary because I think when space was being, and I'm going to say it, discovered, like when, we were, when exploration began, that's when it seemed like a little bit more monumentous right. or, or, or and fun. And we were able to find some of those watches, even the Seiko Pogue, which was in 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 uh, that I had talked about that was trying to make its way as the first automatic chronograph, but also made its way up to space. And why? And then this, the Zin UTC. Anyway, I think it was a lot of fun, the exploration, the different timepieces, the depths of the stories. So I learned a lot about that one. I think um, we got some good feedback from people as well. That was a really great episode. And I think that you can't quite talk about what I think. And this is, I think it'll go into the lessons. Here's a lesson. I don't think it, when you get into involved in the hobby of watches, you can't get around its connection to space travel. Yeah, because all the companies are milking it so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, but <laughs> you know what I but mean? But I'll also be honest, I think that every, every company that has some sort of a story will milk it like crazy. Oh, yeah. I was, any, you hear any story, right? A crazy story I read this week. So there was a company Besides named... Rolex. Just there's a company <laughs> named Mylas. There's a, there's a company named Mylas. So the, Mylas has been around since the early 1900s. And they were three families of generations. Then they got sold to the Chinese for like 10 years and it really went badly. They sell watches between one and 3,000 bucks. And then they were bought again in 2016 by the last remaining survivor, I guess, the last remaining person from the Tissot family, Luc Tissot. He's like 80 years old. So he bought Mylas and now they're selling these watches. So they have a, a watch called the Mylas Snowbird. And this watch has 904L steel, like Rolex uses. It's like this shiny watch. And here's a historical thing. In the 1940, in 1942, the U.S. Uh, Air Force used to give what's called barter boxes. So these boxes made of rubber that would be in the plane that would have 24 or 18 to 24 karat gold rings and bracelets and stuff, and a Mylas watch that they could use to barter for information, food, or even their lives if they were to be stranded anywhere. And they milk that story. <laughs> <laughs> it is everywhere. And you're like, Christ. But yeah, I think that's... Right. So, but I think that's... But space is something that's, one, it's so much fun. And two, uh, it, I think it's, 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 it's so great it's that the watches are so part of it. So if you like watches, you're going to come across stories about space. There's for no sure. way around it. For I sure. So that was my second episode. What and about and you? for sure, they, they played a huge role, right? Like you got to... As much as it's milked, right? Like you have to admit that back in the day when people didn't have personal computers, personal devices, the watch was your device. That's right. And like, like you know... I, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm? yeah. And uh, like you had to use a precise chronograph, let's say on the on the spaceship because that's the, that was a way to time things, right? You To do calculations. Yeah. This is what saved Tom Hanks in the movie. Well, T in real life as well. Thanks. And the director yelling, cut! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you, Carl? What was your next episode? Uh, it was a first two-parter. So it was uh, all about macro brands. Oh, God damn it. I'm also, I also picked that one. <laughs> but they're really good? Yeah, they're really This good. is what happens when you date, guys. <laughs> <laughs> when you share a toothbrush. <laughs> uh, toilet paper. <laughs> Uh, but uh. That, that was that was really um, uh, for me it was really really interesting episode I, I think it was the first episode too that I I left the recording and I was like oh man I need to buy those watches now right really just by the stories that you uh, you told about the, those brands right yep. yeah. and like the Brahman story that make any sense like those pilots that like um uh, None of them are named Bremont. It's like, nope. <laughs> Some dude they crashed into. Bremont yeah. is a fun, yeah, it was a fantastic yeah. story. Yeah. But I, I picked those two like, as well. Yeah, it's a, uh, Bremont is a farm, right? Where they, yeah. uh, the emergency land in France because they have biplanes from like pre-war and 
you know it, it's insane my plane i had to crash it <laughs> your plane <laughs> uh, we, we don't live at the same uh, yeah no we don't i yeah and i i gotta admit uh, like i gotta say the same thing like every single brand that i prepared for in that episode uh i went from like oh i don't really know about them to be like oh my god i'm like i really want to buy like fierce for example right yeah oh, no, sorry fair fair Fair, yeah. yeah. Fair. Like I've learned about like the concept of what they do. I'm like, my God, this is amazing. Yeah. yeah. But same about Baltic. When, when Kevin talked about fears, is the episode another one? There was no, a, no, no, there was one. a fourth fears episode yeah. where we're talking about a brand you really yeah. like. Oh man, it was insane. I was like, it's cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, they they just came out with a new. Um, like a like very anniversary, tank, right? A very yeah. Le Coup reversal, the 175th anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Bremont, uh, Bremont story was fantastic. Yeah. Bremont Bremont right now is fantastic as a story. Very what? cool. Ming. Yeah. Ming. Ming, yeah, yeah. Really cool story. Yeah. Bramond in 2021, they have a huge marketing push in the car world. It's insane. Like, most of the journalists I follow on social media and stuff like that are like Bramond ambassadors now. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, and like, they sponsor, see, they, they sponsor Jeremy Clarkson events. wears one. Yeah, probably, right? Uh, but they sponsor events in the US and they really, really have a big push right now in marketing, at least in what I look at. So, like, the automotive world. But, um, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think Bramont right now is uh, on the way to uh, being a really big brand. I, I saw the factory. Oof. There's a factory tour, and it's yeah, well, not big like Rolex, but like no, no, I no, think no, they're on the verge of switching from like a micro brand to just. Oh a no, no, brand. I agree with that. I agree with that. Is that when you talk about the big British brands, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people they go, "Where does Bremont stand?" And it's I'll be honest, I think it's still in that zone with like Oris, maybe Tudor. A little bit less than Tudor, like in that one to three thousand, four thousand dollars zone, mm -hmm. and they're they Thule, Zin, even like they're in that zone where it's like, are they luxury? And a lot of people have asked, they go, is Bremont luxury? And a lot of people are still not. They're not considered luxury because they, yeah, but they, you know what I mean? Yeah, but they're and I all love the Bremont, watches they have is based on like a tool, right? Kind of, yeah. It's aviation base is like chronograph. They don't really have dress watch. So I can understand maybe some white well, people. Well, you know, you can you can make sports watches and make them yes, luxurious, yes. right? I know, but like I think from the their like foundation, like the base level of what their brand is, yeah, kind of be difficult to have like a look um, like a luxury. So maybe vibe we, to it. that's a good uh, maybe an episode idea is uh, what makes a luxury a luxury watch, right? What makes luxury look? Well, luxury Gold. is a defined luxury. <laughs> luxury is defined one. I think it's like the cost and it's also things you don't need exactly like, oh it's so luxurious because it's, it's so so unnecessary right <laughs> it's above and beyond mm -hmm. okay so that was a good episode the mic oh, that was yours as yeah, well right so, so i was gonna also mention that the, the other brand i think that was very cool that we kind of uh talked about was the bangalore watch company right the mac cool. uh, Ma mac one it was really cool really cool story behind it and they're coming out with more stuff i saw there they came out with another um yeah, this was also uh, this was also uh, uh, my pick. So maybe next time uh, I go second. So uh, he has <laughs> yeah. to be like, oh, I also picked that. <laughs> okay, so we'll we'll ask you guys what the okay. Uh, my next episode, which I think was a, a little bit different, so I take a different angle here. I went with the guilty pleasure watches. Okay, uh, episode twenty three. So a little bit afterwards. The reason I like this episode specifically is that we kept talking about our our specific picks. We kept talking about buying guides. We keep talking about building a collection for this. We keep talking about what's popular, but I think guilty pleasure watch also brings you a lot in terms of knowing how a person. Also, what their watch collecting habits are. And I think by us exposing guilty pleasure watches, 
it gives the audience and each other a really good insight of what it is that we really like. Well, yeah, the thing is, you guys, what do you guys learn about me? <laughs> <laughs> that episode. Well, I, I, I remember that. Like, pleasure. I think that this one has GMT. So, I don't, I don't, so crazy. It's so crazy. Wow, wild. Whoa, it's dark. It red, red, wild. Red arrow tip. <laughs> wow. If, <laughs> if I remember, if I remember correctly, so many shades so of gray. If I remember correctly, the the both. Dima and I, the guilty pleasure were really expensive watches. Like, yeah, yeah. No, but mine were not really guilty pleasures. Like I was like, I can't, I, like I didn't take pleasures. That, yeah, they were just like good watches. <laughs> no guilt. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't feel guilty. See, I had, I had some Hublot. I had the, I had the Rolex um, with the diamonds, the 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 rainbow. The rainbow. Yeah. I also had a beautiful Casio twentieth uh, anniversary uh, G Shock, the MTG, the, gorilla? the rainbow, the rainbow G Shock. That was like limited okay, edition. Yeah. EU. The, exactly. And then I finally had, I had the Gorilla watches as well that were really cool as in how they were built. But I think it's fun to hear what those guilty ones are. We kind of felt guilty I had like a them. pornographic Richard Mille, right? No, I think, we, oh, was it Richard Mille? Yeah. Or I thought, yeah, I thought it was the Ulysse Nardin, but yeah, they're, they're also pornographic ones. Yeah. Well, the erotic they, series. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because, right? Because. They can. So, Dima. I, um... Uh, yeah, I was gonna say it was uh, the only the only thing one I think that I picked was more or less like a guilty pleasure was the Jacob wait, and Co. Astronomia. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is just ridiculous. Ridiculous. Though, though. ridiculous. That, it's just yeah. because they took like a they took a watch like hey let's put like as many tribunes as we can fit. <laughs> but it's also like a it has like a like a half a like a dome shaped watch yeah. right. And there's I think a very expensive if I'm not mistaken there's a huge very very expensive piece of uh, a diamond in there super rare that is also um, I think has so many different. Sides yeah. Yeah. that is incredibly difficult to produce, and it's just like a big piece of diamond just sitting in there. <laughs> yeah. So when you said like put let's put all the turbine we can, I just had like a, a, the image like a, a montage, oh. right? Oh. No, but like this, but like a montage, right? It, they're like on the like a designing board, Enhanced. like the factory and everything. It's like Enhanced. a whole year, right, of design. And there's like one dude who walk in is like, so uh, how does it tell time? Say what now? <laughs> <laughs> just just to be honest. <laughs> There's Whoa. a turbine and a turbine and a turbine. <laughs> it's like, say what now? No, so, no, uh, it, it spins a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I get to go next? Yes. Oh, okay, okay, wait, guys. Go. So what, what's the... Just say the episode I say number. First. I say episode I say number. So uh, mine would be affordable alternatives, episode 18. No, I'm good. Hey! <laughs> okay, you can go first. Or it doesn't matter. You can go first, Carl. It's all good. Yeah, go, go, go. Well, go. well the reason why I thought uh, affordable alternatives was a good episode because I think that was actually not necessarily as, as super like fun and you know like tangent enjoyable for us, but I, was, I think it was a very learning experience, especially for people who would want to listen and try yeah. to potentially shop for a watch because we picked a list of really, really famous, well-designed watches and tried to find something that's an affordable alternative for that, right? Mm. So, for example, we were looking for like a, an alternative to like a classic Submariner, to a Seamaster 300, right. Cartier Tank, uh, the Speedmaster, yeah. the Big Pilot, right? Explorer, they just... So we, we went through a big list of just different watches that could be affordable alternatives to that. Mm -hmm. We talked about like Seiko's and other yeah. brands that are like... Uh, I can't remember. I we, think we, we mentioned a few Longines. Like Orient, we had Longines. Yeah, like yeah. Hamilton's, I think. We, we should had. do a part two of that. We should yeah. do a part two, give some other yeah. icons because yeah. the icons keep continuing, continue, continue. We can always keep going that. And uh, um, I really like that one because I think yeah. that it also resonates to a lot of people out there because not everyone's going to go buy themselves a so, <laughs> Patek Philippe Calatrava, yeah. no, right? Exactly. Or it's now the, the uh, cheaper alternative for the big pilot is the 43 millimeter big pilot. <laughs> but dude, it, dude it's, our, it's, it's only like $6,000 cheaper. It's still $6,000 cheaper. But you know what? But you know it's like half off. <laughs> no, but Carl, you know what's the affordable alternative to that? Is the one that I want to buy. Is the Laco uh, Um. Mm. I'm still waiting because for like you to reveal that like yeah, you with your Seiko. But, but to me, I would have to say I, di I disagree <laughs> because I don't think it's a 46 millimeter 
pilots watch. You know, I, I don't I, know if someone looking at an IWC big mm, pilot, okay. like if they're so, willing to give up the size, maybe yeah. it's that other so one. You, I think for that episode, a, a twist we could do is we... Uh, it's not much cheaper, by the way. It's not like 3,000 cheaper. The 43 millimeter pilot? 16,000 for the... And like 12. 46 and 10. I thought it was for the 43. I think uh, uh, a twist on that idea could be <laughs> <Enhance>. Super Troopers. <laughs> Enhance. Enhance. <laughs> Wait, what's that bar you went to with all the goofy shit on the wall? Shenanigans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Someone says shenanigans one more time. I'm going to pistol whip him. Hey, Farva, what's that place with all the goofy shit on the wall? Oh, you mean shenanigans? They're like, oh, to give him the gun. <laughs> anyway, Super Troopers, guys. Uh, so I think a good twist for that episode could be that we do... Uh, like, like Mexico. Sorry. <laughs> Anyway, never mind. Uh, uh, expensive watch, and we can go like three step down. So let's say it's a sixteen thousand yeah. dollar, like a ten thousand dollar equivalent until like we get to Cadison and uh, China. Yeah, pretty much yeah, until yeah. we get to like a hundred dollar watch, right? Exactly. So we could pick like big watches like this, maybe different ones for each of us. Sure. And I have like step downs, right? You note this. this is uh, good. You you take the notes. No, I do no. look like your secretary. You take the notes. <laughs> You kind of do look like my secretary. Wow, she's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a beard. <laughs> oh, God. So it's me next, right? You're next. Uh, so for me, it was episode 30. Oh. Watch Big for Five Occasion. And the only reason I picked that is because Kevin went wild. <laughs> <That's what laughs> I was imaginative. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, it was fun, but it was insane. Every time I do so, you guys are like, oh, okay, you have to follow that. And, and was, I li- something I like is that the first pick was made sense, a lot of sense. It was the first date, and you explained it. It was not too, too, too bad. Just funny, but not too bad. But when you went to meet the parents, <laughs> oh my God, I Double kicked fist, the door. <laughs> wearing a trench coat. Yeah, like, oh, the, yeah, door, the final countdown coat? by Europe. Oh, <laughs> Where you're like, God. double fisting Seikos. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but I like it. It was like, you can always start a conversation with like, oh, you have two watches. <laughs> it was like, that's not the first thing you're going to ask because you keep the fucking door down. <laughs> what are you doing in my house? What is this? That's insane. I'm going to call the police. <laughs> I had to go really uh, imagine it because it was good because Dima kept it us on as Dima went very... Yes. By the book, like, I'm wearing an Omega Speedmaster, sir. Let me talk about space. <laughs> and our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, fuck you! Yeah. <laughs> Kicking out the door. So, so you want to talk about berry picking? Right? <laughs> exactly. In the forest? Yeah. Pumpkin, pumpkin patch or something. I think I did. I thought berry picking, your strawberry picking in the forest. Think, what did I say? First, you one. have to kill a. What I don't it, what's know, a bear. And then you went to go see the meet the queen. Right? The queen. Well, we that was our queen. last thing, right? It I was wore a G Shock with a tuxedo t shirt. Painted on. Painted on. <laughs> so it's not a tuxedo it's a tuxedo t-shirt painted on <laughs> could even go full t-shirt. you just got incepted <laughs> and I remember too that I was like uh, me first day it was like oh you were a Casio so like you know she's there for you and everything it's like so you had a first date recently what was her watch I was like yeah, uh, yeah well my Rolex yeah. <laughs> that's stupid uh, that was a yeah. good episode yeah we had yeah. a lot of laughs and it was interesting because it was um really deep in the pandemic and we had to do it remotely yeah yeah, yeah we had to do that remotely yeah yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, unfortunately we did, and uh, it seems like uh, the delta is now uh, getting stronger and stronger by the minute. Oh, we'll have a fourth wave. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, but hopefully it's not going to go back to restrictions. September, that's what I hope. The, the, like the offices are opening in September, and now in October everything is closing. <laughs> I think we're going to be okay in terms of uh, the outdoors. They'll be like, can't do this. If you want to do this, you got to be outdoors. Probably stuff yeah, like that. It's I winter, think. Can't so do in the winter. No, but the winter. Yeah, we'll see. But in the fall, we still have a while before it gets. Like winter time, right? Maybe. We'll see. Hopefully, just, anyway, just we're, cases we're themselves vaccinated. are not dangerous. It's the complications. So people out there, please dangerous. don't be an asshole. Just, just get a vaccination. Yeah, get be a vaccination. good to each other. Exactly. I always say, be good to each trust, other. Trust, trust the trust the medical professionals. To, to Next do episode, I'm going with two episodes and merging two, into one as as why. Is like it a two parter? Nope. Episode so, 33, episode 45. We did an episode all about Timex and all about Vostok. And the reason I like these two episodes was we went into some brands that one 
A lot of people know Timex, but they really don't know all that much about Timex. They don't know. Oh, I think we're going to need to pop another one of these oh, bottles. Oh, yes. I'm going to go grab one, Carl. Okay. So I'll keep going this one. So the thing is with Timex, what I think was really cool is as out of it, we, even Dimitri had said at the end of it, he goes, fuck, I want a Timex. After we start talking about it, because there was so much history behind it, I'd gone into such a rich history of what it actually meant to watch collectors, how it was disposable, what they owned, the the new um, I do Giorgio want an American Gali. Bucket. Giorgio Gali is so nice. Oof. But it was really cool. Like The watch, not the person. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people were, uh, or listeners, or a lot, they may not know enough about Timex. Um, and I think it was an eye-opener. I learned a lot from doing the research on that episode, just like Dimitri did when he was doing the research and figuring out Ming. He's like, this is some really cool shit or fair... I've, I learned a lot about Timex doing uh, review or you know research about that episode. And the same goes for Vostok. Vostok were like, it was really interesting what we discovered. And I, I changed my mind. I not only enjoyed researching that episode, but like Dimitri, when he was going through the history of it, and when I was looking through more of the technicality of the, of the Vostok amphibia, I was like, fuck. The history it, is so fucking cool. It's so deep. It's so rich. It's so it's so long standing, and I think that it's it's um, underestimated in the game in the watch community. To some, to many, they don't they don't understand it unless you're really really into it. But the last thing I'll say is, it made me not only learn something through the research. I learned a lot from Dimitri and Carl during the episodes. Um, and the last thing is, um, I really believe for Vostok, I think it could be potentially best bang for buck. Um, based on heritage, branding, based on history, um, for a cheap watch. I mean, to get a, a diver with so much history, so much value, so much kind of like credit, and kind of under the radar for less than a hundred bucks, I yeah. I don't think I can find anything like that. And it has a cool factor to it. So those two episodes I put together, kind of like I came out of there like, man, I learned a lot about Timex, learned a lot about Vostok, and I think it's fun to have those kinds of episodes that we kind of go off the stream a little bit or off the the wavelength and we learn a little bit mm -hmm. through it. I really enjoyed that. And I, I came away looking there and I remember for the next week I was shopping a lot for Timex, shopping a lot for Vostok. But like I said, slippery slope. You start <laughs> shopping and what if I buy this? What if I add a list? What if I sell that and I can buy this? And next thing you know, you're selling blood and sucking <laughs> for a Patek Philippe. Wow. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I want to make you... Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> now, now I'm awake. <laughs> now I'm awake. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but, but my point is, is um, great episodes, a lot of fun, and really a lot of history and stuff that you didn't even know for some really cheap, affordable brands. And look at Timex. Like We were talking about some stuff where like, you got to dig. Has there been an There's episode, by the way, that uh, you uh, had to research on and then you're like, I don't really care about this brand after researching? Oh, boy. Anything Omega? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Um, not yet but I think we we tend to choose something that we think we might like we right? haven't done a citizen yet and I think it's because we didn't really kind of well, our whole like thing is that we don't like it. no no we, we don't, don't care we, about we citizen as much exactly we need and we could probably have to ask ourselves why and then kind of look at it right <laughs> why citizen is not part of a collection type of episode well part of ours yeah but like I, I, I never owned a citizon and I've owned a lot and, of watches we, we talked about it quickly <laughs> I, before right like we don't citizen. no not really I mean not really no there's a quartz citizen that they've released but it's very expensive and that I think they're better the citizen, that, it's it's good. Good. that line right um, anyway so that was my next episode cool. okay you guys want to name your episodes next we don't. sure but I'm going to go back because I had to shuffle because the, I was kind of uh, talking about the same one that he brought up so I have to go back there's one I haven't mentioned so is it meaning like down in the numbers Okay, so it doesn't matter. Okay, numbers. doesn't matter. Okay, I think we're going up in the. So, no, no, what do you, what do you, what do you so uh, my next one, and uh, you will enjoy this, is the what were they thinking? <laughs> do you have that on your list? No, 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 no. Why do you sound very Asian when you said that right now? Really? What, yeah, they what were they thinking? Uh, say it again? Okay, all right, uh, now we're getting canceled. <laughs> it's okay, I'm Chinese. 
but he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> okay. It's fine, guys. It's Wait. a joke. You're not? <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, I, I'm technically Asian, right? I mean, I'm from, you're 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 part Asian. Dog. I'm from Eurasia. You're part sled dog, too. <laughs> part, I'm part, part chow chow. <laughs> chow chow. <laughs> Why is your dog so purple? <laughs> I'm also part park bench. Stop drinking out of the toilet and shedding so damn much. <laughs> It's really what? hot for him this time of year. It's in very, my jeans. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> so much heat outside. Anyways, so uh, episode fifteen. What were they thinking? So we did this episode where we just decide to talk, find watches that are like completely ridiculous and like we can't even understand why they exist. Something like atrocious, right? And one of the watches that became like a staple in our conversation f- since then is the Eggmaster. <sighs> I it's just it so much. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> but it's not I, the one I hate that it I, with a passion. Like I put an alarm at midnight every night to wake up just to edit more. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> and I brought it up recently with the um a collection. Uh, Mike, ja- no, Jacques Bianchi. Yeah, yeah. has a Bianchi? diver. Yeah, Jacques Bianchi, and uh, I'm like, oh, they're collaboration with this guy. I'm like from Maratad. You're like the Eggmaster. <laughs> <laughs> The other one was fun. Was the diesel watch that we talked about? That was like a split into half. The other one, yeah. It was like two watches, like two two watches, like merged into one. That was just insane. Honestly, we should f- try to find a, a way to buy it. I doubt it's possible. I don't know because it's not available anywhere. But like, basically, it's a watch that not only the watch itself is like diagonally split into two, and then like it's like two different separate watches that fused together into one. Well the strap <laughs> also is like two separate straps. Yeah, I showed it makes the guys. No sense. It's disgusting. I showed the guys right before the start of the episode. At the first, thing they thought they go, "Well, that's, that was Photoshop." <laughs> <laughs> it's like so bad. But I don't. Know. What yeah. is that? Is that Photoshop? Like, no, no, that's an actual watch. You're like, oh my. Christ. And it was a fun episode. And then the other one was like a completely ab- ab- like a obnoxious or, website. Or the Andrea Checo design. The, mo- the, the it's the called the uh, Mont Alesson. Remember the, the, the I was talking oh, about? Yeah, the, 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 the biggest scam. I tried the biggest scam. Scam. Huge scam in the world. He sells it selling tourbillons for four hundred thousand dollars, and like, there's no details. It, it if you go to the website, it's like a super low quality, like a three D render <laughs> of the watch. And this, it, all, he all just throws like big words, like oh, it uses exclusive materials and unobtainable like watch hands, and uh, it's just like the tourbillon is the best tourbillon you've ever seen in your life. Like from, it's just from uh, w- w- from where was it again? Col- well, he was in Colorado, Vegas. Right? Vegas. Well, we <laughs> found him his name, and he was like based out of like Vegas, uh, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. yeah. Or, no, I, no, sorry. I think he was being sued by the state yeah, or something. Yeah, like, yeah. There was a. He's a. Uh, uh, it's a scam, and the guy. It's just a, it's ridiculous because he. Like the website is like, it's like a look into the 1999, right? Like the website quality is insane. Like people don't make websites like this anymore. Horrible design, horrible everything. But he's present on all platforms. Like if you go to the website, it's like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Reddit, uh, Pinterest, uh, LinkedIn, YouTube. Like (laughs) every single social platform, he's in it. He has like a tag in there. We're present everywhere. And they they don't have a single version of a live like watch. They only have like really low quality 3D animated like renders of the watch. And I even emailed them. He never answered. <laughs> no shit. And I have looked a little bit on the like forums and stuff. And like this is a notorious camera. And uh, the guy was like present in the watch community for many years. How, and, I, I, look, I, but I, it's I, just. How bad do you have to feel if you got, if you got actually scammed? I just feel like. I just feel like. Has anybody actually been bamboozled by this guy that's what i'm saying i, I, I just i, I can't mad. believe it you because you just open the website I'm like I, I, this this makes no sense it is so poorly even if made you're, even if you're rich rich you can be stupid <laughs> yeah but normally yeah, if, but you're, if you're gonna if buy you're a rich, porno, you you you, you, you probably won't but you probably likely, right? won't buy it yourself right you probably have like a broker to go find you watches if you're mm. really really rich yeah so is it the broker that's uh, taking the risk then? The, yeah but but the broker would never go buy that no of course not it's too much money for even if we were we're not even close to being watch brokers but 
if if someone came to me, I'm not even close to be a watch broker, but I could be like, no, stay away from that brand. Or like I can do with the minimum of research. Hell, that's my fucking job. <laughs> it's yeah. it's, right? it's like, too. Um, let's go see that factory. Let me go see what they're doing by hand. Right. Mm-hmm. It's too much money to spend as an impulse buy. Right. It's four hundred eighty thousand dollars. <laughs> Let me add to cart. Let me add to cart and see what happens. Oh, you're still on the website. I just went to the website. Yeah. It's just it's just it's high tech design using amazing materials, equipment, and processes. Equipment. Mo- well, then. <laughs> Montre Allison is able. No, listen. Montre Allison is able to produce unique, again, amazing timepieces. Amazing twice in the same sentence. Unlike anything else on the planet, <laughs> comprised of repurposed components of exotic cars. Each watch comes with a passport book. It's not a passport; it's a book, <laughs> which details the source of the material for a particular component. For example. If the case back is made from a Lamborghini Aventador carbon fiber hood, it is indicated in the passport book. Like, how expensive is it to get a piece of a carbon fiber from a hood of a Lamborghini? Like, well, the hood is going to be about ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay, and how many watch cases can you do with that? A lot. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> a watch is four hundred. The watch is more than a Lamborghini. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? You're right. <laughs> was it? No, Aventador is probably more than 400,000. Well, if you take the first gen, like, Aventador is like 12 years old now. Yeah, but I thought it was like, yeah, but you're not going to buy used on the same Well, like a brand new one's yeah. at 800K. That's what I'm taking. Okay, so right? Like, yeah. But like used one first gen, like mileage on it could probably be under half the price of a new one. Your exquisite Montre Allison exotic tourbillon comes with a beautiful box and all other accoutrements. Okay, this is getting me upset. Let's presented right. in so a unique first next, class manner that one might next. not expect from a sports watch. <laughs> what the fuck? Next. It's just, I, I mean, that stayed for me with me forever. I mean, this is the most atrocious thing I've ever seen. So next, next, go. Yeah, so... um. For me, it's episode forty-three, part one and two, and that's like a super tip, tipping on my own shoulder. Like, good, good job, Carl. It was a car configuration. It was my idea and like one of my favorite episodes to do, at least to research on. But it's like guilty pleasure for me to just uh, configure cars online when I have like time, free time in the office and like between two Excel sheets. I uh, always go on the website and just configure a car. That's just my way of uh, window shopping, I guess. Uh, but that episode, I don't know why, I just love recording it, asking you guys questions, and um. Yeah, I, I like your your way of thinking, and <laughs> it was like, I, I know you're gonna pick this, so I'm gonna go left field. I was That's like, right. okay, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was like, you both gonna get a G63, I'm gonna get a G550. Why? Because I can. no AMG, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I don't I like really my have watch it. pick on that one. I had that like IWC p- pilot with the, yeah. the yeah. shock absorber, right? Crazy yeah, and limited edition, and it made a lot of sense with that car too. Yeah. And like I went with uh, RGM for my American watch. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I had American car, right? Uh, and uh, underrated read, brand, by the way. This yeah, is research read, on him after. Yeah, I read more and more about that brand, and oh man, I I love their uh, way of doing business. And something fun too is they're small enough that they offer exchange. It is the <laughs> it is the American brand of of high of high dressy luxury watches. Yeah, but maybe with ball, but like they're really they're America made yeah. in America. There's not many. That's it. Yeah, for luxury, and, and um, like I said, it, it's it. I find it an interesting business model that you can exchange your watch to, right? Yeah, it's like oh, I have this and that watches. You can contact them; they'll give you value for it. Yeah, but you can get whatever you want from them for that value or more if you want to add on, on top of it. No, this guy is amazing. You're talking about handcrafted, bespoke, custom pieces. Yeah, if I glass remember, enamel, yeah. engine turning, guilloche, yeah. like he does. But everything. if I remember straight, this guy is like a huge watch nerd. Yeah, worked yeah, worked yeah. for Hamilton. Yeah. Like, literally went to all the watch schools in the world yep. get all the sophistication he could get and started his own brand in like the 90s right yeah 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 
Roland so, G. Murphy, yeah. Yeah. So so like But he went to like he went to uh Switzerland. He was accepted to WOSTEP, the Switzerland training educational program. Mm-hmm. Then he worked at Hamilton in product uh, development. Yeah. He was promoted to technical manager and then he started RGM in 1992. So the guy is like I want to say like he's real, legit. real li- but also American bred. Yeah. Like you know, he came back, worked at Hamilton, like he's mm-hmm. an American bred. And his watches are nice. He has some that are very like like risque and he tries things, but he has some really nice, very uh, true to form, beautiful dials, uh, beautiful, like real nice components, tonneau cases, chronographs. I, but they're expensive. I think if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, they're like really expensive. Well, there's some of them that they're okay, but they yeah. can some of them can go really expensive. Oh yeah, some of them are expensive. Yeah, but but they're multiple thousand. They're luxury brand. They were luxury yeah, yeah, no, for yeah. sure. They're not affordable, but like I remember seeing some like a three thousand, four thousand, five thousand. Yeah, they're accessible. Yeah, right. Sure. So it's like yeah. not too too bad. Like for for me at least in my collection, I have watches that were uh, worth more than that. So I could, uh, just I could go and get one. It's for uh, someone who really wants that watch because they're not they're not the watches that are gonna like hold value or go up necessarily. No. But if you want American made, you want something like look. There's some, like I'm looking at here. Like they have, a model the R, the model two fifty RGM that's forty three hundred bucks Canadian. But this is a very beautiful watch, you know. Um, sector dial, and the finish is just remarkable. Uh, but anyway, you want American luxury watches? Mm-hmm. This is the way to go. So uh, yeah, that was my uh, my uh, fourth, five, fifth pick. Pick before the... last, penultimate. Yeah, my last pick was episode twenty-five: celebrities and their watches. I had a lot of fun researching yeah, this. Fun. I really wanted. To, we went a little bit. Um, off the radar, we didn't go with the typical ones. And we didn't go with like, oh, they wear this on the tennis court. They endorse that watch. Went really deep. So like... Oh, we had a sponsorship episode for that. Yeah, the sponsorship. Yeah, exactly. Um, I really like the stories. I found like Alton Brown who had a shitty Speedmaster that broke on him. So yeah. <laughs> well, you know, saying shitty Speedmaster is like saying the same word twice. Exactly. Speedmaster, yeah. Speedmaster. Yeah. yeah. Um, but to, the shitmaster. There you go. The, oh, um, slow master. <laughs> the, um, the fact that he... Would in those like cooking shows between rounds would time the actual thing until it implode it, until it blew <laughs> up yeah but that's pretty cool or or um, James Marston who, from the guy from Westworld mm-hmm. uh, he <laughs> talks about how he's such a fan of IWC and he's wearing like his one of his favorite watches like the Mark 18 his most expensive one mm-hmm. is an IWC like it's $13,000 IWC um, or Elton Brown uh, obviously not Elton Brown sorry James Ho- uh, sorry Aldous Hodge that's your like man crush. Well, no, but it's it's, it's his watch collecting. Because every time you talk about him, you have like a, a semi a little, little semi yeah. nursing a Think semi about in, it. in the pants. <laughs> this guy goes and, and he's he, he's a cop. He goes, "I'm gonna wear a fucking Corona Tokyo because that's what a cop could afford." I'm like, of all the watch brands, I go, "That's so fucking awesome." And he's like really into. And he was inducted to be a judge into the GPHD, the Grand Prix d'Horlogerie, right? So. It's it's pretty awesome, and some of those celebrities have some really great picks. Some of them, like I find, they're like, ah, oh, we really shot on Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> well, but, yeah, but I think there's really, yeah, sold, really disgusting taste in the watches and cars. Yeah. I've seen some of his cars, and oh god, yeah, why? It's very, like Clapton's it's very collection, shallow, and uh, Eric Clapton's yeah. collection. We were like, um, it's kind of like, hey, look at me, I have a lot of money, and I refuse to like even mm. pay attention to what I'm buying. So, so uh, I, I saw like a, a really beautiful, um, like uh, 635 CSL, an old BMW from like the 70s. Yeah, and I was like. Ooh, that's interesting. Click on the article, look at it. It's like, oh, it's a Robert Downey Jr. own car. I was like, okay, it doesn't interesting. Doesn't probably know what it is. No, it's like interesting. I, I start clicking into like the, all the pictures, right? And the exteriors look nice. You go to the interior. I was like, why? They, like, yeah. it's a classic car. They decided like to put like a like twenty twenty one dash in it and everything. And it's like made no sense. And 
on top of all that, he paid extra to have it converted to automatic. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, no, like, oh my god! It's, yeah, but that's that. That's it. They kind of ruin those things, and and it can go the same <laughs> with watches. It ruins the car. hundred percent, hundred percent. But like we also learned, I think a little bit about those celebrities, and we gain respect for them and what we had discovered. Like looking, Ellen's, uh, Ellen's, Ellen generous. <laughs> Between slapping two interns, she's a really good taste in watches. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but like I brought up, like I think it was really cool because it, it really got this Patrick Dempsey, mm. a Hoyer ambassador, yeah. when they're racing the Le Mans, Porsche, yeah. competing the Tecate score, the Baja mm. Thousand, the yeah. twenty fours Le Mans, the Rolex yeah. twenty four. Right, yeah. By the way, uh, Le Mans is right now, yeah. and uh, the Dempsey like, Proton Racing uh, qualified first. There you go. Oh wow! That's amazing. Yeah. Gosling also has a pretty awesome collection of like yeah, vintage Gosling, uh, pieces, yeah, and yeah. he wears mm-hmm. a lot in like um, what's it called, um, Crazy Stupid Love, right? He's yeah, wearing he uh, old ones, Rolex. Yeah. Mm. Like Who are your celebrities? Well, did you guys have? I know so- Matt Farrow is a journalist. Matt Farrow, yeah, you had. I had Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, I had Ryan Gosling. Yeah, uh, somebody Same else. <laughs> I don't remember because I, I I can't remember the notes. Yeah, I'm looking at notes. Matt Farrow. Yeah. I think we talked about Sly Stallone as well with Panerai, Paneristis. Uh. It's not uh, him, but see what he watches here. Eric Clapton is crazy. Uh, Spike Ferishin, writer for um, uh, Seinfeld. Oh yeah, I chose the Top Gear guys. Matt Ferrer. Yeah, I only had two because I never prepare. You never prepare. So my third was Top Gear guys. So I talked about the three hosts from uh, the car show Top Gear. But yeah, they were pretty cool. They had some interesting. But looking here, uh, obviously the best. Believe it or not, like I I just look at this like it has to be Clapton. Check this out: 1967 Rolex Yacht Master, one of three. The Milgoss, the Red Submariner, a Patek Philippe 5970 in gold, the Patek Philippe 3970 in white gold with the salmon dial. He has the Evolution. He has the Patek Reference 5004, which was totalizing 806,000 pounds. <laughs> Euros. Sorry, and it's he nice had he has he chose the he has the only Patek Philippe. Reference 2499 Platinum ever made. <laughs> like, what? I was like, wow. Eric Clapton, well done. Well, yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> Ellen, like, Ellen's, uh, Ellen's collection is pretty yeah, good. Yeah, she's a good one too. Yeah. She's yeah. a huge Patek and uh, Rolex fan. So she has like mm. all the famous Rolex. If I was the money, I'd probably be the same. Yep, yep. You know yeah, and Lange. Give, give me that uh, money. No, sorry. If I had the money like that, yeah. I would be the big three fan. Yeah, exactly. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> I have all the Vacherons, all, all the them. Pateks, all the Rolex. All Maybe some Lange. Cassie who? Some. <laughs> <laughs> Cassie who? Cassie what? Uh, all right, so who's next? You guys are last down, so you guys pick the same go. last one. What do you guys got? I'm, pre- I know, I'm sure it's different. You sure it's different? I, 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 I bet it's different. Go first. Maybe it's more of a shout out of one section of one episode. No, it's episode not. 35. Okay. Which was? Um, watch releases of the year. Okay. And you talked about the Memphis. Yes. That story was, that was insane. Story. Oh, it my God. No sense. Uh, Bob it, Dylan, <laughs> uh, Tennessee, Italy, <laughs> Memphis. I'm like, what are, we, what are we doing? Where are we going? What is this? And, my and, head is no, spinning. No, no, it's a... Um, In Italy. It, it's a like furniture a shop. furniture shop. And it made no sense. And I, re- I re-listened to the whole episode. <laughs> and, and it's literally there's ten minutes of Kevin trying to explain to explain yeah. it, and me and Dima goes like, "What? No!" And we always like put questions in, and goes, "No, no, let me explain it. Let me explain okay, it." You guys and it, don't listen. And, and even no, we no, let you, you explain. You, I think you're also struggling to like. I was struggling it. with one thing. I realized the struggle <laughs> because they didn't know the name of the song. Yeah, yeah but like that at, was no, but like at the end we let you explain it for like three minutes. You go three minutes nonstop monologue. You don't even take a minute to like get in, hair in, and you go, "Okay, so like." That's it. I was like, okay, I have two questions. Which what, what, I was like, oh, first question one, you own that watch, right? I was like, yo, yes. I was like, question number two, where in that story you get bamboozled <laughs> and I had to buy it? 
<laughs> that that brand though is so ridiculously expensive. If you go to their the website, yeah, they, yeah the, the, the stuff cheaper. is like fifteen thousand dollars for like yeah, a bookshelf couch. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, what is it made out of? <laughs> it's made out of the Pisa songs. watches. <laughs> uh, but that that was my last one. It was more shut out. Just that section of that episode. It. It was one when I did the post production. I laughed again. It was, yeah, yeah, it was nonsense, right? Yeah, and uh, I was, uh, I guess, correctly. You didn't mention the same episode. I my last one is the episode thirty-seven German watches. Mm. We did it not long ago, and the reason why is because you part of the shoe staff. Part of the shoe staff. But yes. not long ago, we're at fifty-two right now. That was thirty-seven. Yeah. That's well, I mean, it's not long ago. Quarter ten year? weeks ago. COVID's a blur, guys. That's what. <laughs> yeah, everything is a blur. When you drink enough, everything's blurred. <laughs> the proverb of the day. There you go. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. So the reason why is because we focused on picking, each of us picked like three brands or four brands from German yeah. watches. And well, I've realized that I've learned so much in that one episode, kind of like when, you know, the same way you were excited about the space watches or like the Vostoks, right? Is that especially a huge revelation for me thank you Carl a, a huge revelation for me was uh, Glasuta uh, I like to say Originale Glasuta Glasuta Originale Glasuta original because I always thought that like adding the word original to the name was yeah. like a like come on Gimmick. be creative could, could, be, could, could, could you think we're, we're could be famous enough or just have enough money to like go to Germany and visit those factories yeah at some and point. every time you talk about the watch there is Originale hey <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think we'll need to definitely be more famous, or so most likely going to need a sex tape of some sort. Okay, so, guys, okay, so, uh, so one of the, one of them is done. Uh, Can we do a sex <laughs> podcast of some sort? <laughs> Just hours oh, Nintendo. Of it, oh, <laughs> Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo. Yeah. What are you doing to me, Nintendo? <laughs> so uh, the I, I've 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 read about this, the story of this watch, and I'm like, oh my god, this watch grew on me from like thinking of Glasut original as like maybe my. My, my my fifth or sixth favorite German watch to being easily my second favorite German brand. Right. And I was like, I, as soon as I learned about the story of Glasuta and what why it's called original, it just, everything started to make sense. I'm like, fuck, that's a cool name. That's like one of the coolest mm. brand names I've actually yeah. why, seen yeah. on a watch mm. because of the why. Because of how, you know, the, 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 the original formed. It, it is extremely interesting. And like, especially considering and just not just the, that specific brand, but considering the watch industry in Germany in general, it was so interesting to observe what happened to them and how they how they had to survive post World War. How half of the country was split right into like the the Soviet bloc and the the Western bloc, and how all of the all of the Eastern uh, uh, brands, all of Glasuta basically was uh, owned by the state. So they were kind of repurposed to do something that maybe they didn't. They were not building originally. And how once the the Berlin Wall uh, fell, they were all privatized and and all restored their and like went back to their roots, right? So kind of like that's how you think of like Lange being a relatively recent company, but they're not. Same thing for Glasute. They're not. They just went back to the roots. But like for for like uh, what fifty years, right? Until the German Wall, forty forty what forty six. Until the German Wall, the the Berlin Wall fell. They were not really existent. They were not really working for themselves, right? They were not doing that what mm -hmm. they were supposed to do in the first place. And it's very interesting. The the the, the, the meticulousness of like attention to detail and the quality of the watches that they produce. It's it's for anybody who doesn't know watches. Everybody associates Swiss with being quality, but you gotta say like Germany is easily at the same level. Easily, you know. It's interesting what you say because I was about to say. I think. I'm not the biggest fan for affordable watches, like between the one and two thousand dollar. Sorry, the zero to two thousand dollar range, 
everyone will say the Japanese make the best watches or even the Swiss. I don't agree. I oh, think you I, get more bang I, for buck from the Germans. When you get to get Zin, Zin, you get to Nomos, you get into everything that they have. It's less known, but man, the quality is is, is high mm-hmm. up there. I will always, I, and I love Longines. I re, well, sorry. I love Longines in the last two years, three years, what they're doing. I think they're fucking yeah, but, but they're hitting home runs, heritage right? Collections yeah, are they're hitting expensive. home runs. They're yeah. hitting home runs, but they're expensive. But they're 2000 bucks, And it's sure. like, even Nomos yeah. is in the same price Frederick range, right? Constant is a fantastic alternative for like- But it's a German, less, it's a so Japanese, less. right? It's, it's citizen, right? It's citizen group, well, Swiss, well, whatever. But but you're, you're absolutely right. I think that the Germans produce really good quality watches right, yeah, for the I, agree. I, 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 I Getting into a Zin, you can't go wrong. Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll do another episode. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that's that's my last pick. I guess uh, at this point, what we talk about, what we learn, lessons we learned. I'll go my first lesson. Go, focus, focus, focus. I think we've evolved. We're getting better talking over each other. I think we need to listen. Try to. We're trying to be too clever. I think. So, is there anyone out there? Remember, the guy stopped trying too hard. We uh, we Stop. apologize. We're no. trying. We're gonna Don't. get better. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to get better with that trying to be clever and shitty each other also guys we, we've been trying really hard to to be awake we do podcasts sometimes late at night and we're tired and we we realize that sometimes that our quality so thanks for bearing with us but this year i think we're going to continue to try to focus prepare better where we're, we have a lot of plans on that front so yeah that's my first lesson uh well <laughs> the first thing i've learned is that <laughs> shit on each other <laughs> Wait, like I'm like, Fuck. whatever given say is wrong <laughs> first thing i've learned <laughs> Reverso Udo. <laughs> First thing I've learned is that there's more to life other than being really, really ridiculously good looking. <laughs> and for who told you that? Uh, <laughs> his mom. <laughs> <It's not him. laughs> Derek Zolander told me that. <laughs> no, but seriously, I First thing I I I, I, for, I think one lessons uh, one lesson I learned, and then if you if we listen to our first episodes, is that you have to take time to develop, let's say, your speaking voice. Uh, and kind of try to have try to have the conversation flow because I it, it, it's a bit more choppy I think when we started the conversation works better and I, honestly I can't even like distinguish exactly what I've changed and how we speak well, but be- we are more attentive I guess to each other so we have the conversation that flows a bit better mm-hmm. and in in general in general maybe we improved like I'm, I'm speaking for myself I've improved maybe this, the way I the way the way I start and end my sentences mm-hmm. so I kind of try to have a more complete sentence with a like a point. Other than uh, uh, it was, le- it's less choppy. Yeah, and this was something that we had to do, and the only way to do this was mm-hmm. to actually spend time doing the yeah, podcast. Yeah, I think it just uh, I was getting more comfortable doing it, right? Just talking to a mic and like looking at each other and making sure that we don't scream <laughs> over each other. And Kieran right now is um, building memes out of paper and is giving it away to me. It's from a gift to you guys as a one-year anniversary. It's uh, Miss Juicy. Miss Juicy, yeah. And anyway, we keep going, yeah, Carl. Uh, yeah, so I think you're just getting used to it. Same thing uh, when um, like the uh, um, big harsh section of the pandemic hit and we start doing it uh, remote. The first remote recording were a lot more difficult. But as we as we went through all those remote rec- uh, remote recording, it was easier and easier, right? I think we so learned a lot I, from those remote recordings. I, yes. we, we, we did a bunch of remote recordings because of obviously the, the curfew and stuff that we were not able to assemble right during the, yep. the heat of the pandemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing that I think that we've learned obviously is that uh, doing it live like we're doing it now, it's a lot... It's it's a lot easier to feed off because you you're able to have a better conversation because you feed off like the mm-hmm. different cues from the yeah. your mind raising and stuff, right? When you do it remotely, it's harder to have a, like a smooth dialogue. Mm-hmm. You kind of like take turns instead of having like a fluent dialogue, right? Yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, no, good li- uh, lesson there. So my my, my first one, um, it's well, 
Yes, I know. It's for people who would like to start one. I think uh, just... Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Not with us. <laughs> um, I think just in general, make sure you have like an okay or good quality recording equipment. I think that's a big step. That's for something sure. I, I pushed Makes a lot. I, I pushed a, a lot uh, when we decided to do that. And I even at first I was like, eh, I'm just gonna buy it and <laughs> we'll figure it out. And I think it's a it's a good step. For uh, sure. For I, sure. I listen to other podcasts sometimes, and we have a, it's tremendous like the quality we have versus other people. Not saying that we're the best, far from it. Uh, but I think it's a good good thing if you start. Um, it's definitely you know, not a, a gap in our setup. Exactly right. Yeah. If, if we have a problem, that's not it. <laughs> that, yeah, exactly, precisely. Uh, and um, going on to after that is um, depending on who you work with. But for, for me personally, uh, you don't need to prep too much. Uh, the other guys are gonna take all the job for you, uh, and every time you don't do it, Kevin's gonna pick it up. So yeah. well, I, <laughs> I thought it was funny. That the I last have to disagree <laughs> with this with you on this but one. I li- your episode, I think, it was funny. Was the episode? And I was proud. <laughs> You were like, oh, I did the movie Nightcrawler. This, I'm like, oh, he wears that, and he wears this. You're like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck that, I remember that. I was like, I saw the movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. So that was more of a joke, but yeah, no. Uh, you need to prep. You need to always prep in team as well, and, a, and, a little bit. A and little that kind of that kind of probably feeds a little bit of my second point about what we learned. I, I mean, if you don't mind, I'll just go. Yeah, is that this is um, like doing a podcast? Is it's it? I mean, I've, I mean, it's not like I didn't expect this, but like this is a. It's not a. It's not. A, it's not just fun. It's a job. You can. It's a side job. Yeah, because. We we produce podcasts every Monday and we are consistent. Consistency, I think, is something that we kind of besides uh, Christmas, we had pride myself. Christmas. Yeah, well, it's fine to have a two week vacation, right? Yeah, it's it's something that we decide to kind of uh, go forward with is to to have a consistent release of episodes every Monday. Yeah, every Monday five in the morning Eastern time, we release an episode, and we haven't go broken that them. rule. Go find them. We haven't broken that rule. Uh, ever in the year uh, one time we had the Christmas vacation like come on yeah that's, that's acceptable apart from that but be able to be able to, to produce the same consistency with everyone's different like busy job schedules and stuff you know we had to really find some compromises and find time to meet it in uh, sometimes we had to record remotely sometimes we had to do it in like a short notice yeah so and like another thing is that Apart from maybe tangent episodes where we're like just talking about opinions, talk if you talk about, <laughs> well, like if we're talking about like, hey, like let's talk about like microbrands. That's prep. I had to prepare for mm. hours for so, that episode, uh, hours and hours. Like it's not quick question. It's an what, evening of uh, preparation yeah, well, on, on average for let's say an hour of recording, an hour of content. So you have twenty minutes of talking. What's your prep time? Behind? I think three hours. Dip- three hours an episode. I prepare. I think it depends. Okay. I think it depends on an episode. Yeah. Like so, you're, some episodes are more six hours a week. You're preparing because we're yeah, yeah. Okay. But I'll do like I'll, I'll sit there. I'm watching. So my wife loves Renault shows <laughs> or cooking shows and Renault like, the car company. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that would be better. Oh, That'd be much Bugatti. better. <laughs> that would be much better than what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I know. yeah, much better than oh, let's build this. I think those, those twins, dude. They're I think keep saying they're gay. <laughs> She's like they're not gay. <laughs> Oh, like they're gay for each other. One of them is married to like Zoe de Chanel, I think. It's a throw. So yeah, he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but my, my, my point is she puts this on. So I'll do my research when we're watching something like that. and um, On the couch. And I know a lot about watches, like in general, like uh, more than only say, watches. Yeah. It's but it's, true, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a details about but, history. But I, like, I, I uh, also want to be prepared and I want to mm-hmm. know what it is uh, that I'm um, researching and cover all the angles. Because here's the thing. Look, it's six hours that I'm reading. I'm finding other angles. I'm reading everything. And then I I, I synthesize it in, in my notes. Mm-hmm. So my notes are, 
I have pretty yeah. cool piece notes. Okay, so so it's pretty much on par for every six hours you work, I work two. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the other thing to add to to what Kevin is saying is that like since we started to kind of we jumped into to making those those uh, podcast this yeah. podcast and it's mainly focused on watches with a few tangents, right? Like you kind of have to become knowledgeable about watches and i feel like mm-hmm. i decided that okay well i'm gonna pick that hobby and i'll get my ten thousand hours of that hobby right so you'll become almost master. like a master of that yeah. specific <laughs> specific domain a master of having a problem <laughs> you know no, sure but, you, yeah. but, you but know, that's, that's how i approach it like yeah. it's a hobby that's potentially marketable like hey even today i go to a watch store i'm i know more than a lot yeah, of yeah, yeah. salesmen right yeah. the, the best thing is kevin get job offered every time almost he's <laughs> yeah. like yeah so are you looking for something? I was like, no. But it's a passion that I have, right? I don't yeah. go in there because I'm like, I want to show show off. Or, no, I'm just like, oh man, be that, oh man, the cool story about that. I just, I, mm. I like that shit. The but for is, that you have to invest. Yeah, yeah, his, yeah. Because they're so old, the brands, like a lot of brands so that we talk about, they're like 150 yeah. years old, 200, even some of them are like 300 years, right? Like Breguet. Like there's, f- for, so a, much. for a brand to survive so many years, you must have had like a really interesting history. Mm-hmm. So, if, and if you read it, like you understand like the origin of names of different features on the watch. You, are, you understand how like the, the hoops they had to jump through. It is extremely interesting. It is very interesting to know about those things because you can always refer to them I, when you talk about this. And it's a good story. If somebody talks about a watch, you can always... I, I've... Um, and I think that, um, you know, my experience with watches, I was just... A, I'm a little bit older than you guys will say or far along. But watching You're really old, but not the, physically, but, but in uh, the last in year, hours, yes. in the last year, I've watched you guys grow from watch uh, discussions perspective. Oh, that's just, just a mole. <laughs> exactly, get old and <laughs> shitty. And, yeah. like my hair more is falling out. I'm losing teeth. More terrible drivers, yeah. <laughs> and you know you're. Just a year older, near death. <laughs> One year older. I'm more racist. I'm a terrible driver. I'm losing hair. <laughs> what is going on? Oh, oh God. You I'm, need some I'm fiber always, in your diet. I'm always tired. You're always tired. <laughs> Constipated. Oh, my God. What is going you better on? do so. But the, po- but the point is, no, but watching you guys, like watching the evolution of it as well, the discussions change, the discussions evolve, the faci- the, how e- the ease of us getting into topics because we got better at podcasting. I yes. think that's what I've learned. I think I got better at podcasting throughout mm-hmm. it. Oh, for sure. But it gets to my second lesson, um, which I think I'm doing more towards the Sin end of this first duro, year. Possible. I don't want to continue to that. Think of our listener, potential listeners. What could they be thinking? What could they be asking? I think at the beginning, I often found myself talking to you guys about it's the subject. It's not about what the country can do for you. <laughs> He's quoting it's JFK. What, it's what you can do Remember for your country. Remember what happened to him, eh? But uh, <laughs> what is that? Like um, a pumpkin. <laughs> but um, it's thinking about speaking to the audience, speaking to you guys out there listening who might be wanting to understand what to buy, what it is that we, our approaches to certain things. And I think we're doing more of that. I think that's a lesson that we learned. At the beginning, we were very quick at just talking to each other and the banter is fun. We gotta try, we're trying to include more of like the listener out there, what they can yeah, possibly think. And, and, and then we get people starting to reach out. Hey, I like this. That's hey, fun too, right? That's fun too. And that's kind of the point. That's kind of the whole yeah. deal. That's my whole deal. I like the idea of someone saying, hey, I'm new to watches. I really like your podcast. Because you don't take yourself too seriously. Because you guys like to shoot the shit. That's what I like to hear. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, what, what would you consider this? And then I kind of went nuts. I was like, oh, I would get this or maybe that or think of this. And yeah. It's infinite there, but it's fun to just have the conversation. And just to add to the the banter aspect, and I think that what I, what I think kind of I really enjoy and that makes it stand out, I think, a little bit from also other similar podcasts is that yeah. uh, we are uh, friends and I'm doing air quotes for anybody yeah. who can't see. 
and we allow ourselves to really attack each other right <laughs> yeah. every time every <laughs> every single time like there's every like every we, time we don't you, hold back you don't take it personally either, yeah. every yeah. single time one of us slips up like you make oh. a mistake and like how you say a word oh, oh man my we God. do not forgive <laughs> we don't forgive yeah every single time i feel like i'm a lot on receiving in on this well <laughs> you all are yeah, yeah it's okay. occasionally yeah but you're 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 good about it at least so far. I mean, I know I don't know. Maybe you're building it up and like you're fuming inside, and you're he's just like, like oh, I'm gonna a, kill these guys. His poster board at home <laughs> with darts yeah. and yeah, I'm, I'm remembering like, doll. I'm thinking of like it's always sunny with Charlie, like all kinds of like strings, just yeah. like I can't it's, like think of ways of like like just destroy us. Uh, yeah, we're gonna end up walking into like a movie from Saw. Yeah, <laughs> why am I handcuffed to this radiator? Let's play a game, Carl. You don't even wearing a mask. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's you. It's fine. You're gonna die. <laughs> it's fine. So that was uh, um, my second lesson. Next lesson. Um, from this uh, year you yeah, yeah, yeah. or Listen, do you only have one lesson no no I have five um, <laughs> I, I was just reading them I think um, I think this podcast is good to justify that huge money pit of having a watch collection so <laughs> that you're not alone it's like a yes! codependency right <laughs> yes I was like oh why but do you I'm have the only one why like, you're all idiots <laughs> like, why do you have so many watches oh I, I have a podcast <laughs> I can't justify that so good uh, and I, I just I was reading that in my ceiling, lessons eh? because um Oh, oh, that works nice. so very well. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Tur- turn bottle, well. let's go. And you didn't spill. That's nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, very, yeah. very well. Yeah. Yeah. Opening uh, up another bottle of uh, uh, bubbles. Yeah. yeah. Third one. Not the character from uh, Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> Wash. They're just a cava. Yeah. EU. Uh, <laughs> I like to throw like really obscure references. Yeah. <laughs> so obscure, no one knows. No, no one knows. <laughs> not like my It's like a Canadian, <laughs> Canadian like TV aunt. show from like uh, early 2000s. But don't tell my uncle, Vadislav. It's like, no one knows who he is. <laughs> uh, and, and I was just putting that note down because uh, my mom, right? She, I used to have like sports cars and they disappear and I have watches. You used to have sports cars? Yes. Like I've, at the same time, multiples? No, like one after the other. Come on, stop lying he, to he the audience. He had some good cars this one, yeah. Um, and like and there, there was a gap when I started my last my, my current job. And after that, I started like going <laughs> gender transition. <laughs> going more into watches. And I, I, I remember... <laughs> Transitioning into a koala. <laughs> yeah, I just remember at some point I had my Rolex on me and I, I was like at my mom's place, right? You liked her, didn't you? Yes. She was like, oh, that's nice. I was like, oh, yeah, that's my new watch. I was like, oh, is it expensive? Oh, I got it for a good price. That's it. That's it. And okay, okay. So, okay. But, but you didn't lie. That's true. You didn't yeah, lie. yeah, but but the thing is... <laughs> What's a good price? MSRP. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> They gave it to me. Yeah, and oh, I, I, I didn't like, negotiate. <laughs> they sell it I just said, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> I said, yes. Uh, and, and you know, I think the podcast is a good, uh, like, she don't listen to it. That's a good thing. Like she, oh, just made me listen to it once, and she wanted like, just to hear how we sounded, right? Right. And I just pick an episode that we. Not what did she say? Oh, it sounds like radio. I was like, yes, it does, and th- that's it, right? It was like uh, like thirty seconds of an episode that we didn't say anything. We we're just talking about the subject, right? And and since then, every time I have a new watch, I was like, "Oh, that's a new watch!" Like, oh, it's, it's for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's a good justification of my money, huge money pit problem of having a watch collection, right? So that wasn't what a listen learn of you podcast. Know, I have to say, you can I, justify things I, with it. <laughs> I did do the same. <laughs> I uh, ordered something. It was in the states. My in laws were in Florida. Yeah, it's something shipped there. I was like, "It's for the podcast." <laughs> it's for the Total podcast. bullshit was for me. <laughs> 
So yeah, listen, yeah, learn. You can justify uh, things with the YouTube channel. It's white podcast. lies. White lies. Sometimes it's just easier. Well, yeah, it's white lies. It's kind of true. You probably talked about it on a podcast. Sure, I did. Right? I so. mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got to watch. Okay, cool. Next subject. So that was one of my listen learn is like uh, I can justify things with this podcast. Very good. Dima, yeah, any next lesson? Let me think about it because I. I've, oh, you I've, didn't write your lessons. I've, bl- I've wrote them, but I've blended a bunch of lessons in the last. Mm. Uh, if the if last you want to add topic. another one too, I can we can roll out to the thoughts for year two. Um, I kind of learned a little bit. Of, I think in general, just the just the, the culture of like trying to be exposed to the social aspect of it, and I think yep. that we spent a lot of time trying to market things, and uh, it, it, it is an interesting learning curve to because you know just the. Just putting the podcast on different platforms is is one thing. Uh, we're not necessarily promoting it as much. We're going, I guess, the Joe Rogan way, right? Where he says he's never promoted anything. He's just yeah. All, grew all, organically. Also, took him like six years before being kind of popular. Sure, right? and now he's the the highest paid podcast yeah, in the world. Hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, like I feel like what we're doing today is not too much of an effort. So you know, there's yeah. no reason not to keep going. And it's I a think hobby, right? A lot of them. Yeah, a, a lot of the stuff that we have has, I think, a lot of value, and I would return to it some occasionally to listen to certain episodes because, like, I, I kind of want to remember, like, hey, like, what's the the diver story? Let's say, right? Mm-hmm. And then we have a podcast for that. Oh, like, hey, what are the? It, it, it's not. It, I think it's nice to go to. So I think it's very. Info- some episodes obviously are more tangent. Like this one is a pretty much tangent, right? Yes. The the some episodes are more informative, yep. and they actually mm-hmm. could be used in the future to go back to and like uh, kind of understand. Mm. Um, all about divers, all yeah, about fleegers, yeah, yeah. all about so, the history so, of this so, watch. But what I'm getting to is, is that apart from the podcast itself, right, we have an Instagram page. It's uh, Big Black Clock uh, Official, right, uh, which we, we try to maintain. We, I mean, every time we release an episode, we post... Um, we post a uh, like info a, card, a, a info card for the new episode with like the some notes and like pictures of the watches, watches that we talk about. We try to post uh, like little videos and uh, pictures of watches once in a while. I mean, we f- rotate obviously because we can only take you, pictures you, of our own watches. You hear something funny? I um I sometimes look up some of the watches that I have as a hashtag because I want to see. I'll be honest. Sometimes I want to see what other people are putting as straps. Right, yeah. as ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do that. I, and I, then, I'm subscribed to a bunch of hashtags. Exactly. And then when I go to a certain hashtag of a watch that I have, I see her episode because we mentioned it. And it's hashtag, yeah. like, oh, there's her fucking episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, that's I, cool. I this, <laughs> as soon as I bought my SPB 143. You got SPB 143 as a hashtag. I, I signed there. up to the hashtag SPB 143. And you could see it there. Because I wanted to see different like ideas of like what kind of mm-hmm. uh, straps and bands to, to purchase. Yeah. Uh, so I, like, I got to say, in the last year, I've been not doing too much because we're not like we're not heavily investing into marketing. We're yeah. doing this as a hobby, first of all. We try to make sure that this thing eventually grows online. I have sp- did still spend a, a bunch of times, and I've learned a bunch of other tools, like how to uh, post things on Instagram. What right. are the best times, and like how to to or, you know take pictures. And I uh, we did an episode when we were talking about photo- photography, and yeah. I obviously enjoyed. It. I didn't put it in my favorite episodes, but I enjoy photography. So for me, taking a picture of a watch, and if the and if I think that the the watch the picture came out really well for me it's super enjoyable mm-hmm. even though let's say we don't get a lot of let's say likes or whatever for the picture we don't do it for that but but the picture itself i'm like i'm really proud of the picture right yeah so, so to add on that uh, i from people ask me like why we're we doing the podcast uh, yeah, i always I always say the same answer is it used to be bar talk and we just 
uh, encadré. We just put that. You like, framed it. We, we framed it, right? It was like it's something we were all, already doing when we were like just hanging out with each other, like drinking beers right. and like talking about watches, right? The only thing we did was like, you know what? Let's put that time and like quote unquote effort Some prep and, yeah. into like a podcast, yeah. right? So if you can reach out to more people and expand on, on that hobby, for, for me, that's like when people ask me like, oh, why are you doing this? It's like, oh, we're already doing it. We just now we're exposing I, I also it. think it makes us dig a little bit deeper. We oh, get to well, a certain subject because we go, go research it. 100%. That's also part of the fun. Like, oh shit, look at what I researched. The, yeah. uh, uh, so to add to what you just said, the I think there's a, a selfish aspect of that is that I really, really enjoy hearing when somebody goes, hey guys, I listened to your episode. It was oh, fucking it's awesome. Fun. It's nice. It's yeah. kind of like, I, 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 like I love, gratifying. Like mm. I, I, I love cooking. I, like, I make beer and like whenever I make a, a beer with a bunch of people that I make beer with mm-hmm. and then we get somebody to taste it and they say, oh my God, this good. is this mm. is good. Like the pleasure you get from that response mm-hmm. is the same that we get occasionally when like somebody messages us on yeah. Instagram and says, hey guys, I've listened to your episode. Keep doing what you're doing. We love Please it. Keep, yeah. like, like the, the, there's a guy recently that messaged us said like, hey guys, like your podcast is my favorite podcast right now. That's cool. Right, yeah. Like it's it's good. This is what kind of keeps like honestly. This is what this is why we do this. That's right. Absolutely. I because mm. it's not we're not here for like we're not here to make money. We're just here to <laughs> far from it. We lose a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, we, we haven't made anything. <laughs> we, it's so expensive. We enjoy what we're doing. I look, I'd be happy we break even eventually. That's the point. You know what I mean. I, I just hope that maybe we can support at least our our yeah. expenses. Yeah. Exactly. But like, I enjoy the the hangout. On yeah, like I a do. Saturday, I do. we would drink, we celebrate, we, we yeah. just spend time. With and then banter. after the podcast is over, we keep drinking. Sure. And, yeah, we, yeah. We, we, we trash each other. Yeah. And then <laughs> an occasional person that messages us on Instagram and says, hey guys, I just discovered your podcast. I fucking love it. That makes me so yeah. happy. I want to, like, it gives me enough motivation to do, like, another 15 episodes. Just the one comment. I agree. Mm, yeah, no. So that's, that's, why, that's, that's, that's why we do it. Cool. Next lesson, man, microbrands. Guys, opens up a whole new avenue of watch collectors and enthusiasts. Don't be snobs. Somewhat micro brands or independent brands, boutique brands, whatever the hell you want to call them, they're underestimated. They're under the radar. I learned that. Not only through this year, just in general. As a person who has a lot of watches or has had a lot of watches, micro brands are a whole other ballgame and they're underestimated. Don't listen to watch shops that say, it's worthless. It's shit. Don't consider those things. Because you know what? Ming as an independent brand. Zin as an independent brand became large. Um, sorry, um, FP Jaune. And I know they're talking about the really expensive ones, but they're, they were... H. Moser. H. Moser, boutique brands, but they're still independent brands. Look at what Anordain is doing with their enamel dials. Yeah, yeah. They're it's fucking Scottish, killing right? it. They're, they're Scottish. Scottish. These, these independent brands don't underestimate them. Have a good look at them. Warren and Wild is a great place. They often have a lot of independent brands on their, on their channel or on their website. Just more and more watch will get in there on the affordable side, but they'll get them to $2,000 range. And they got nothing. Longine Oris have nothing on some of these micro brands. Ming is a micro brand. I paid 1,900 Swiss francs. It's like 2,500 bucks for a fucking Ming, but that is a crazy micro brand. And now everyone's like, gaga Google over Ming, right? Right. So well, well, I think what, do what, not underestimate them in your watch collecting hobby. They gaga Google when the ends match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is Messina Lab collab, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And and maybe a segue into my next comment would be, um, like you said, I love, I, I've discovered in the last year that uh, micro brands are just awesome. Micro brands, avoid, avo- avoid any fashion brands yeah. like the like the plague, because they're not altruistic. They're not in there because people who are they're not watch behind lovers. the yeah, exactly people yeah. who are behind our fashion brands are not watch lovers they're there to make the money yeah and uh watches are usually 
inside there's is materials are it's just everything is just marketing no but i, I mean i'm not i'm not i'm maybe exaggerating yeah, a little yeah, bit but yeah, it's, no, it's okay it's close it's like and or but trash garbage well it's not it's not aligned with the no respect no respect for what they do because they're yeah. not there for the watchmaking they're there to cash in and uh uh, I've 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 grown so much respect for microbrands, and we've mentioned microbrands a lot on our podcast. And for anybody who is kind of getting into the watch, and I'm speaking of like my own experience, for anybody who's getting into the watches, and I was very much into microbrands. Sorry, I was very much into fashion brands at the beginning. Why? Because my because fashion brands provide you the Bauhaus style, like the minimalist style, which is what everybody's usually in when they just getting into watches right and then eventually you start to understand oh shit i like this complication oh i like this crazy design but like they they have to grow on you so right. as an like it's something that i've learned uh, uh, for myself and i think that's a good advice to everybody else is that give it time yep don't make quick decisions and if you maybe don't understand why a watch is a famous watch don't jump to conclusions but Take your time and read about it. Oh, maybe find an episode that we did about that watch and listen to it. You'll understand. It's the same thing about like advice. it's the same thing about like a, a diver watch, for example, right? Diver watch, not for everybody. Not something that I really wanted to. You didn't like them when you when you kind of get into your watch collection, right? Yeah. And your watch enthusiasm. Yeah. I wasn't like a Rolex Submariner was never a watch that I thought that was cool. I thought it was like, oh, it's an old person's watch. Dude, this is my favorite <laughs> watch right now of all time. Like I want to have that shape some on my wrist at some mm-hmm. point. Doesn't matter if it's a Submariner, if it's a GMT Master, they're very similar looking. But it it it's you, you need to understand why it is what it is before you like it. It's not something. It's like wine. It's it's like it's you have to give it some time to kind of blossom. Right. Mm-hmm. You can't just immediately like see it for the first time without understanding anything behind it and like it. And I think we had a watch buying episode on like how you buy watches and I said something along the lines of I remember I was like like and love or I make me make a love a list and I go you can crush on something crush on it put it on your list see if it lasts research it watch a bunch right. of videos six months later you're still liking this watch you're right. still loving oh maybe true love but sometimes you'll be like meh and then eventually like oh my god this thing has been on my list for five years it's love now it becomes infatuation. Remember that example example you guys did an episode without me uh, when we were talking about like the watches that grew on you yep. um, one of the things that I really remember vividly is that uh, when I wasn't into watches and Kevin was he was talking to me about a GLC Reverso and he showed it to me I'm like eh same for me, man. At first, I was like, "You," li- and then I, I was like, Ooh, I, was, "I was nice. I was nice to him because I didn't want to, like, no, I didn't want to say anything." The definition of nice. He vomited on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I forced it. Too. Forced it. <laughs> Two fingers in the throat. Fingers no, but, throat. I'm like, why? But I was like, okay, that's cool. But like in my head, I was like, okay, I, I really don't understand it. I don't. Yeah. I didn't get it. Now I want to have it at some point in my collection. This is Even how much I just. Yeah. yeah. They just. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> when when he oh bless your heart, Kevin. Yeah, good, good thing. They just is another example because a, a yeah. friend of mine, Marco, has had a digest since like 10, 10 years ago. And uh, I always thought about like, oh, this is like an old person's watch. Man, yeah, but no, you're I old, take those so. words back so bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's good. I really it's okay. have a <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I, get to, like, I think it gets to my uh, point as well. Like, don't don't be proud, the guys, when it comes to watches. You can evolve, your taste can change. It's okay. And don't be don't don't be a hypocrite in that sense because never say oh I would never want to own yeah, that watch exactly because it's gonna change it it's might. gonna change mm-hmm. so my change. next lesson uh, as my collection has grown really quick quartz do not underestimate it do research on certain quartzes there's some quartzes out there that are incredible I was just looking at a Zin Hydro the Zin UX have you seen this thing 
it's pretty cool. It has a it's oil filled case like the Resens. So there's okay. there's absolutely no distortion at any angles. It looks like a computer screen because it's filled with oil. Computer it's water resistant to five thousand meters <laughs> because there's no air in it yeah. to push out. So it doesn't need it doesn't need an escapement. Escape no, 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 the, the, the helium escape. No, no but there's, there's no, no air in it. Exactly, there's no air it's because filled it's filled with, with liquid. Oil. With the viscosity of 5,000 meters of water. Of, um, of no, but I have he- no, but sorry, you still have to have a helium escape valve because helium is the smallest. There's it, no yeah, helium it, molecule. Is it in oil. oil. It's yeah, but it doesn't matter. Oil. It's still the smallest molecule of anything. Is, is there any it's still you need to look it up, but there's no helium escape valve. No. It must have. Okay, no. uh, maybe. Well, maybe. Zin, just look at Zin UX. Are but you anyway, an oil look at scientist? High accuracy quartz, the Seiko. The <laughs> Excuse Seiko, me. The Seiko 9F Are quartz. Are you a scientist? Anyone out there, if you're looking at Grand Seiko to start, Carl and I talked about in the last episode, the 9F quartz, what it's it's all about, the Z, the Citizen mm-hmm. Chronomaster, we may not like it, but the movement, we give it cred. You're talking about movements that are in within two to 10 seconds a year. Two, five, ten seconds a year. You're yeah. Thermally compensated quartz. Quartzes that can be serviced. The new quartiers, their quartzes are made to be serviced with lithium battery or the new solar tank. Sixteen years of battery life before you need to change the cell. That's insane. These are these are great quartzes, not cheap quartzes. So do not underestimate. Don't be a quartz snob. That's that's what a lesson I learned. There. Don't be a quartz snob. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking up at uh, I'm looking at the Zin UX. Yeah. And I want you, Kevin, to read. The the name of the watch in red. Hydro. No. <laughs> Insatiamizer. <laughs> what is it? Is that what you want me to read? Yes. Okay, I don't know what it says. Insatiamizer. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Wow. But well, unacceptable. If anyone should know German more than me, it should be <laughs> you. That's true. <laughs> Seriously. That's true. Okay, so if you need me to read something from Don Quixote, so, baby, so, I wow. can help. Wow. But wow. not this. Quote, wow. Me, quote me a line from Nacho Libre. But, but the one thing that's cool about that watch, if you look at it, is that if ever you look at it at any angle like this, there's no distortion because the case is filled with oil. So it this looks is, like a screen. Uh, this is very cool. Like but I've seen this watch before. I just didn't know it was yeah. a quartz. It, it's because, because, you can't, right? because you can't put a mechanical movement because it's, it's entirely submersed in oil, the whole thing. That's crazy. <laughs> it's cool. It's a diver's watch. 5,000 meters. Yeah. <laughs> Probably heavy too, Is right? it really five kilometers? Yeah, 5,000 meters of depth. <laughs> and it's actually 12, by the way. It's because the movement won't support more than 5,000. But oh. the case... Oh, no. The case will support... The <laughs> okay, sport. I don't want it anymore. The case will support 12. How am I supposed to go through? Oh, I know, quick question. <laughs> How deep is the Mariana's trench, right? The deepest Mariana trench? Yeah. yeah Mariana? Marina, Ma- Ma- Marin. Ma- Mariana, Mariana? Mariana's trench, eleven thousand zero twenty. Marinara, Marinara. <laughs> Marinara let, let, me, let me check. I think I think it's the eleven thousand zero twenty-two. Okay, oh, I thought uh, it was twelve thousand. Okay, so no, guys, 11, guys, guys, light, lightning round thoughts on year two. Okay, I'm gonna look it up. Sorry. Okay, I, so I, but wait, let me go through my last lessons real quick. Lightning round. Ten nine nine four. Ah, ten nine nine four. I was close. You so, so I was bad. thirty meters wrong, <laughs> like thirty meters away. So, less another one. Don't care what others think. Love with the love the watches you love. Um, be careful; it's a slippery slope. It can be expensive. Another lesson to me: research, research, research for this podcast. It's important. The prep shows it. We saw it for Doxa, Fears, Fair, Bremont. It was very interesting. My last two things is let, another lesson: you cannot have a three watch collection. That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing I learned. Another lesson: so the guys one like, watch collection is bullshit. bullshit. Three, five, seven watch collection because bullshit. It's, a, it's a slippery slope. Once you get into this fucking <laughs> slippery into this watch collection hole, uh, you can never get out. Yeah, that's me. So mm. there's no such thing. Three watch collection bullshit. Yeah, it's always I'm like, okay, you know what? I have my Speedmaster. Okay, now I have a. Grid. I have a three watch travel thing, but that's it. Um, 
another lesson we drink when you much. travel to work in the morning <laughs> yeah so those are my lightning round lessons any lightning round lessons left before uh, we get to no the no years? we need to no uh, one say one thing i would say is guys uh it's just a piece of advice don't buy a watch that you would think would look cool buy something that you love yeah. that's all like just buy a watch you for yourself impress others impress yeah, yourself exactly buy a watch for yourself don't buy a watch. So buy a Grand Seiko. Yeah. Don't buy flashy. <laughs> just avoid flashy mm. things. Avoid right. it at no, no, no at, blue at, as much as you can. <laughs> so thoughts in year two. My one. Daft Punk. Harder, better, faster, stronger. I'd like to interview some folks. We need more lists. Schindler's lists. We need buying <laughs> guides. We need price brackets. That thing is fun. Yeah. I want to review my collection this year. So that should take about. So funny enough that you're talking eight about episodes, that. Six months. Yeah. <laughs> funny about that. Funny about that is I had two things is like we, uh, what I figured during the post-production on everything is the, um, uh, candid reaction are the best. Right. Um, so given you need to one up the air King introduction and the SPB one four three reveal from Dima. Like you Listen, need to tell you, <laughs> you need to want to tell you guys. I was like, Oh, guess what I bought? But you guys are never surprised. Doesn't matter no, what but I buy. like you, you always tell us before the podcast. I'm so you excited. Need to, you, yeah, I know you need to hold okay. it until no, the podcast. You know what I, I, I actually literally dislike is what he does is that he he messages like a week in advance. He goes, "Hey guys, I have really good news, but I can tell you for yeah. like another seven days because I want to. I want to <laughs> save it, but I, it's, but it's, don't I'm say not, anything. Yeah, I can't. Shut up. Podcast. Like, wait, wait, you, you know what it does when you go like, "Hey guys." I have something really amazing to tell you. Oh, wait, I can't tell you yeah, for another me, like, 10 days. I'll come home and they'll be like, why are you smiling? I'm like, I just got you the best Christmas and gift. Then it's <laughs> like, oh, but I'm not going to tell you. You're like, why? I'm like, but I'm just so excited. I want to, you know? Yeah, so, but you, you don't so, understand what it yeah. does to the other person. You're uh, like, okay, yeah, fuck, yeah, I can't okay. sleep anymore because <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> so, so, yeah, that was my first thought for year two. You need to one-up the Air King and DSPB 143. That was yeah, like, two nah, nice reveals. So just I, go I, spend I a whole I got to say, I've listened to that reveal like so many times because it was such a cool... Oh, it's nice. I strategized pretty well. Like when I when I showed it to you guys, it was like a two-second pause and then goes, what? What? <laughs> what? Uh, I mean, yeah. we're a new watch. You go, oh, is that new? And then that's it. <laughs> Doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> but you have like hundreds of watches. But this, so I don't know I won that up. Here's a no, but your but mom. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys, he's my penis. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I know it's not mine. It's my dad's. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that would um, be a surprise. <laughs> you'd be surprised to be like, here's, here's yeah. my penis. You go, wait a minute. That's mine. <laughs> <laughs> but you have a wallpaper on your cell phone. <laughs> so to, to go uh, to, to back up what you're saying, uh, like as year two, was like uh, kicking in second gear I, I with the pandemic coming to an end. Yeah. I hope we can do more like uh, AD visits. Go more to stores yep. and maybe do a podcast afterwards. So I think we have to do more so interviews. One, we have to one, do interviews. One of my lists that I had here, so you just said, I want to go to wind up this year. But it's not, it's not coming this year. It's October it will happen. We're coming to September right now. They don't have a date yet. Like It'll be October. You'll see. <sighs> October 22? You said you're going. You can't go. I will go. go. I still have six days of vacation to Perfect. take. You're gonna, you said you can't come because you have too much, too much going on in that weekend, that month. No, I'm going. I'm going to Dominican. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then what he also said, which I agree with, is I want to interview some folks. We we, we gotta we gotta really interview that. some folks. We need to call Mr. X. Yeah. I want also Georgie's jo- friend <laughs> from Australia, Mr. X. And I also want to um, consolidate. 
which I'm already starting to do. I'm selling watches. Yeah, yeah I don't need to consolidate. Yeah. Consolidate and sell. Consolidate <laughs> <laughs> what? Two watches. Two watches. Yeah, consolidate two watches. Uh, and my last thought for next year, I'll I'll let you Dima finish uh, on that. Is uh, we need a better intro, man. Dima's intro sucks so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Does it really? Is that what you think? I'm joking. But I think what we. Kind I think that's a good start. <laughs> I think we need something uh, professional. Not saying that we're well, no, we're not professional. Uh, I think we, that's like I don't. I'll put the money down. I'll pay someone that's. But I, 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 I'm it. not sure. I agree with you that we should have somebody else to do it for us. Like I, I feel like <sighs> we should yes. we should record our own intro. Okay, you know what? Next time we'll record your own, own intro. I'll still pay someone else. We'll compare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah. Okay, it's okay. We'll well, see. Let's agree we'll to disagree. The democratic vote. Well, I'll yeah, win on this true. one. Let's, let's see what Kevin thinks. Switzerland. Uh, sorry, we'll look at the time. <laughs> North Korea. <laughs> so let's wind this down. Okay. Uh, so if you like this episode reach out to us Big Black Cock Official on Instagram mm. <laughs> you slip there you slip there Freud and slip oh yeah oh my god sorry this is the wrong notes uh, after this a is, year this is after not, a year this is my search history guys Kevin, Kevin this, this is, is your other internet. podcast this, this is, is <laughs> my search inter- internet this history. is the watch podcast that's the BBC After Dark this is the <laughs> 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 the BBC After Dark. This is a. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's my BBC search, After Dark. Search this is, this is your different podcast. History, yeah. <laughs> so reach out to us, Big Black Clock official at Instagram. Email us, Big Black Clock Team at gmail.com. Send us your pictures, corrections, ideas, insults. Let us know is there are pieces you want us to review. Of course, with the caveat that we can afford them. As always, be good to each other. Eat some good food. Have some drinks. And for those of you who always watch shopping, happy hunting. Thanks for spending this last year with us. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you next week and for the next year see you next time guys yeah at the next year special <laughs> <laughs>